Hello, my Dragonettes of Destiny. I'm Jude Drake, your dragon podcaster, and today I'm going to be ranting about Wings of Fire, specifically all the nonsensical things that happened in Wings of Fire. So let's get into it after a quick word from our sponsors. And before we start this episode, make sure if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, make sure to... Uh, go and leave a review of my podcast. You can you don't have to rate it five stars. You can rate it whatever you want, whatever you think my podcast is. But um, when you rate it, it can bring in more listeners, which makes me happy. So, you know, if you would mind sparing just a second to go rate my podcast, I would really appreciate it. Okay, so today I'm just going to be talking about all the really weird things they that... Tui T. Sutherland putting Wings of Fire that doesn't make sense. And of course, number one has to be when Luna is burning off the Silk Wings, um, like, metal wristbands. Because it it is described to be a full metal band with no hinges, no nothing. It's just a metal, like ring around their forearm or 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 wrist or something around there luna only burns off one slice and you know if you burn off one slice of a metal wrist cuff that doesn't have a hinge you see that's not really gonna make the wrists the metal things fall off your wrist um that's just going to make it so now you have a line going through your metal wrist cuff. And yet, like, Luna goes through with her flame silk, slices, burn, well, burns with her flame silk right through these metal bands, and they're described to just fall off. No, that's not correct, because there is no hinges. And she just, it's, it's described a couple more times as her just doing, like, one or two passes over the same area until it falls off. No. Uh-uh. That does not make sense. Um. It, 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 it does not make sense. At all. This, this one, I could, it, it, it does not make sense. H- how did, how did that even happen? I don't understand. Okay, on to number two. On to number two, we'll be talking, we'll, ke- we'll keep going with the theme of, uh, with the Lost Continent, but this time it'll be about Blue's Book. So I love Blue's Book. I know, uh, quite a few people don't find it their favorite. Um, that's all fine and dandy. I love Blue's Book though, because it has Sundu and I am Sundu. But on the cover of the book, it is... Uh, blue flying with his wings. And if you've read that book, you know he doesn't get his wings in those books. Well, in that books, in that book. So, I was waiting. I was really waiting for, like, the end of the book. There was, like, ten minutes left, and I was like, when's when's the blue gonna hatch from his metamorphosis cocoon thingy he's gonna have wings when is that gonna happen there's only 10 minutes left and then 
because I was listening, I was listening to the audiobook, because I don't, I'm, I, I can't read very well, because I'm dyslexic, and audiobooks just let it so I could do other things, but there was, like, ten minutes left, and I was like, oh, it's gonna happen, but it never did, it never happened, he never got his wings in that book, and therefore, this makes the book read bait, it's like clickbait, but read bait, yes, I think it's, it, it should be illegal, and it, 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 I actually don't care too much, uh, but like, like that's a mistake. And I was so disappointed when the book finished, and I was like, "What happened to Blue? Where are his wings? Where, where are his wings?" Oh, 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 oh well, okay then. Oh well. <laughs> number three is something that I find a little strange, and it's with Jerboa, the first Jerboa. And it's how she makes these spells and then makes makes them, like, unchangeable. How she says, like, uh, I enchant this item so it can do this, and it can never ever, no matter what, be altered by any other animus, or it can never break. No animus can ever animus touch it. All this stuff to like lock this item in the universe forever. But then like animus magic stretches pretty far. It can do pretty much almost anything. So couldn't another animus just be like, uh, like just take like a, a seashell and be like, I enchant this seashell. Seashell, seashell. That the. English is hard, okay? I enchant this seashell so whenever I'm holding it or is close or it's close to me, I can enchant any object no matter the spell on it or something like that. Could like couldn't you just get past the already made like locked spells? It doesn't make that much sense to me because like I feel like it's kind of easy to bypass. And yet it's kind of like treated like, "Oh my god, how are we ever going to do anything oh man oh man oh man but uh yeah i feel like turtle if there was a spell that he needed to like break that was like locked i feel like he could just be like mm. but like no and then boom problem solved okay on to number four number four this is something that could make sense if it was talked more about but in wings of fire we know that there is a type of religion when we see it with the sky wings um and then a lot of the time uh dragons will say oh my gosh gosh is a softened version of oh my god implying that there's a higher entity in the dragon world and like bruh and then like at luna's book the newest book um when they meet was it dragon or creature i think it was dragon or was it creature dragon i think it was dragon it was it's been a minute since i've read it but that dragon that that dragonette that um 
Conmouth, like, imprisoned. They meet her in, like, sort of like a spiritual realm of the mind space. And, like, this adds, like, so much, so much lore. But, like, like, why have we never really heard about it? And then, like, all of a sudden, it's like, these dragons are meeting a dead dragonette. How does that even, like, and and the dragonette's soul is still there, all that kind of stuff. Like, how does that, how does that work? Like, what? That's a little craziness. And then, we know that there are, they, like, the Skywings believe in souls. Because they'll put uh, dead Skywings on, like, the highest mountain peaks so that their soul can, like, be reborn to the sky. But it's just so interesting that there's, that there totally could be, like, there could be, like, a whole religion called the Wings of Fire religion. Oh, that'd be really funny. I'd believe in it. Yes, I would. For the fifth thing, also sorry about background noise, I'm inside and yet you can still hear a dog in the background. I'm sorry. But for the fifth thing, it's that it's we're talking we're gonna talk about Onyx. Not the Eye of Onyx, but Onyx, the dragon that went that went to like Jade Mountain Academy. Okay, here's the thing. Onyx is 20, and the founders of the school are, like, 7. Like, I know, like, like uh, 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 Glorybringer, that, that ship, um, I know that's a little weird, but, like, Onyx, she's 20. She's in a school full of dragonettes, and her teacher's are years younger than her. Why would they let her in? Why would she even want to be let in? She is 20. She can legally just go live on her own. As if you, well, in the real world, in Dragon World, you can pretty much live on your own whenever. But she could, like, do anything. Why did she go to a school? Okay, well, we kind of, like, we kind of know why she went to the school. But, like, but, like, why, though? And at least, like, why would we make her, like, 20? And, like, like, I don't, I, like, I don't understand. Like, that's just a little weird. There's, like, just, like, a 20-year-old dragon just chilling out with all the dragonettes. <gasps> oh, you know, maybe Onyx was just the babysitter. Aw. Aw, that would be so cute. Except Onyx it does not want to be the babysitter. No. Onyx took ostrich as a hostage. Clearly, Onyx does not like dragonettes. And yet, clearly, she went to a dragonette school. Ah, this just doesn't make sense to me. And, like, there's no, there's no little small piece that makes sense pretty much at all. So, and, like, if she was gonna work with, like, Kibley's grandfather or whatever, then, like, like, just go, like, live in the scorpion den. Like, literally. Don't go live at a mountain where you learn about, um, like, the different colors of the rainbow. And that, like, it it doesn't make sense.
Thank you so much for listening. That's all I'm going to be doing today. I could rant for hours more, but I'm, I, uh, I can't currently think of any more things that I rant about because I just love Wings of Fire. There's not that many things to rant about. So thank you all so much for listening. Um, if you want to, just remember to rate my podcast on Spotify. It brings in more listeners and makes me super happy. Um, yeah, uh, let's roll the outro. Thank you all so much for listening. Go listen to some of my other podcasts. Make sure, if you're listening to this on, um, july 9th saturday there will be a another podcast coming out later today so make sure to stay tuned for that and i'll see you all next time goodbye hello my dragonettes of destiny i'm you drake your dragon podcaster and today we're gonna be talking about the tribes of Pyria and Pantala. So let's get into it.